Hello and welcome to Pool Boys Recommend. Now, I've been thinking about our podcast over the last week, trying good, to figure out to the, best, the best way well, to... That's kind of your just, job, isn't it? Uh, that's yeah, all about jobs, Dave. How the, po- how the podcast works. <laughs> but I've been, I've been trying to think about the best way to explain what this podcast is, and, and this okay. is what I came to. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Welcome. Welcome to Pool Boys Recommend. Now, this Thanks. podcast is basically a man in a trench coat with a hat and sunglasses... <laughs> Asking for a ticket to an MA15 Plus movie. And we are the three children standing on each other's shoulders underneath that trench coat. Yeah. So good. I think, I think Dave's on top. He has the sort of most gravelly voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. He can get away with it. It's me. It's me, Jacob Adultman. I'll take three, I mean, one ticket to Kill Bill. <laughs> Kill. Naughty. Can't go. Mm, can't go see certainly that. Certainly is. That's going to that's gonna wreck you. That's going to yeah. wreck you, young mm-hmm. Dave. A lot of blood. I remember when I watched Kill Bill the first time, I uh, my parents sent me like to bed because they were like, "Oh man, this movie is not going to be good for this child that we have." Yeah. And um, they, I sat in my room with the door ajar because I could see the TV from my room, and I just watched it through a tiny little crack. And, <laughs> oh um, yes, they were right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember hearing about Kill Bill in like year six, and in my mind then that was porn. That was a, a porno. Is Kill Bill like that's yeah, how right. extreme it was made to my mind? Like that's wow. how the description of it was just like, oh, that's you know, that's triple X. That, that's yeah. as bad as it gets. I'll never watch that. I uh, really worry for the kind of material that you're looking up on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Lucy Lou decapitated. Little Uma Erman thief. Yeah. Oh no. Uda Ehrman? Uda Ehrman. That's what I fucking Uda just said. Ehrman. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not redoing it. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Please, <laughs> please send us pictures of Uda Ehrman's feet. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. My name's Stuart. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. Let's uh, get stuck into it. We're going we're gonna to start with me. Last week, Stu, I, we were in the, the heat of it. We're in the heat of the Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. Last week, I recommended that you rank the top 10 dumbest Olympic Games. At the time of release, I think they ended two days ago, so we're still yeah. come reeling. Yep. But, Stu, come on. Level the- level with me. Top 10 dumbest Olympic Games. Yeah. Yeah. You've been holding this close to your chest for a really long time, roughly four years. And when you, when you say Olympic Games, you mean Olympics? Olympic sports. Yeah, Olympic sports. Great. Right. Just double-checking right. that I didn't spend hours on the wrong thing. No, you fucked it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Number 10. The Berlin Olympics. So <laughs> 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 it should probably, probably be number one, that one, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, actually, there is a, a very weird Olympics that happened uh, before the Berlin Olympics, and, and we'll, we'll talk about that at the end. Ooh. Now, okay. the modern Olympics began on my birthday, the 6th of April, 1896. You are older than I thought, Stuart. I know, I know. Well, obviously before I was born. But... To me, it makes sense that the modern Olympics is an Aries, considering all the dumb shit it does for attention. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the modern games were introduced to the world by French aristocrat Baron Pierre de Coubertin, who basically is the richest, most politically active PE teacher that the world has ever seen. Uh, Now, remember this guy, because he'll come up a couple of times. The fire has been lit. The athletes are in the village. Let's flip over now to Channel 7 for the pool boys countdown of the 10 dumbest Olympic sports. Woo! Hell yeah. Number 10, race walking. What? Walking? 
Walking? Fast. Something that anyone with working legs has been doing their entire life. Yeah. With the only difference being you don't get disqualified from living if you bend your knees. <laughs> <laughs> if you missed seeing the coverage of walking for the Tokyo Games, fear not. This event can be seen all over the world at any time of day, wherever there's humans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> They invented, like, why do they have race walking when they have running? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. And you're specifically Complete not allowed to run. If you have t- if you have uh, two feet off the ground at any point, boom, disqualified. Go on. Actually, guys, can you please not joke about that? I've been training every day of my life, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, you're almost there, Chris. Thanks, man, yeah. There. Number nine, golf. More. Yeah, yep. I, I'm always shocked when it pops up, yes. Yeah. For a worldwide event showcasing and celebrating athletic prowess, this is a pretty chill addition. <laughs> it is. It is. They suck. Yeah. It's not not many um sports end with smoking of cigars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's not like hurdlers take a buggy from one hurdle to the next. So why are golfers afforded such luxury? Uh, I would like to propose that the Olympic golf should be made slightly more difficult. Uh, for example, mm. to the to the death. What? Uh, either <laughs> that or croquet should be included as well. Sure. Croquet would be great. Croquet would be fun. Croquet. Croquet would be great. Not curling, it's the same thing. Yeah. Not really. Num- number eight. It's exactly the same, Chris. <laughs> number eight, the sand games. This includes beach volleyball and beach handball. Now, as a quick little stipulation, beach handball is featured in the Youth Olympics and a campaign uh. is ongoing to include it in the senior games. I couldn't agree with more. Mm. Could not agree more. But the sand-based games, they make the list because it seems to me that volleyball and handball just registered twice and the olympic (laughs) committee was like okay you can play twice but the second time you play it's got to be sexy yeah it's gonna be summer themed you have to have a sexy one it's like it's like wii sports and then wii sports resort that is what it is (laughs) yeah that is is. (laughs) so dumb it's not as good you can't no so anyway uh but on the plus side with the sand games uh these are one of the few sports where you can guarantee that the game won't be crashed by Anakin Skywalker because, well, he just hates sand so much. Yeah, sand. Shredders, but all the others, there is a small chance. He hates sand. <laughs> There's a slim chance. <laughs> Number seven, equestrian. Oh. Or as I like to call it, so you think your horse can dance. <laughs> <laughs> now, this feels like it's been shoehorned into the Olympics, in my opinion, right. because equestrian competitions already have their own place in the world, and they are the Easter Show, Flemington Racecourse, <laughs> and in Scone during the Scone Cup, where everyone gets plastered for the month of May. The Scone Cup sounds pretty awesome. I've never heard of it, but so I want to go. <laughs> Those are the three places that dancing horses make sense, and mm-hmm. that's the end of that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't watch it. I keep, I have to change the channel every time it comes on. It's just like, it's so weird. Apparently, so I had this explained to me um, in a group chat that we have about the Olympics, because again, I love the Olympics. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really hard because you're scored by the horse and by the rider, apparently. Mm. So it's not just that the horse is getting the points, which is what I thought was the dumbest thing about it. But it's like you have to have like a certain position and you're like just trying to make a horse do something by tapping out Morse code signals on its belly yeah, with your yeah. feet, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. Which is crazy. Yeah. It, 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 it is crazy. It should have its own thing, you know? Yeah. The horse is doing a lot of the heavy lifting there. Yeah. I'm surprised it, I'm surprised the equestrian stuff has come so early, to be honest. That could have easily been number one. Anyway. Could have been. Could have been. But we're, we'll, we'll dig a bit deeper. Number right. six. We're dipping into the Winter Olympics here, guys. Ooh. Mm. Number six is... Skeleton. 
Yeah, pretty dumb. Nah, skeleton rules. This, nah, it's dumb. Now it's it, so sweet. Now it does rule, but it is dumb. This <laughs> oh, yeah, this no. makes <laughs> it into the dumbest sports list, not only because it just looks incredibly strange seeing a fully grown human hurtling down an ice pipe face first at breakneck speed. It's also dumb because these fully grown humans hurtle themselves down ice pipes face first at breakneck speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, think about it. If your friend was like, yeah, my weekend was pretty good. I just rode a metal boogie board down a mountain. Oh. <laughs> But also, but also, I was face first and going 129 kilometers per hour. You get dumb, so right? scared watching the bobsled and the athletes fall out. That is what skeleton is. That's yeah. just it. That's the whole it's sport. Just, it's the guys who fell out of the bobsled. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> Number five, the gymnastics floor routine. Yeah, look. Okay. Okay, yeah. so having grown up as a tap dancer, I've sat through my fair share of uh, community at Stedford's watching <laughs> performance after performance <laughs> you have to, of jazz If dances. you want to be a tap dancer, you have to pay the price. You, yeah, punishment, you do. Punishment fits the crime. Well, because there's only one. like a couple of tap dancing sections and you just got to sit through all the ballet, all the contemporary, all the expressive and Fizzy, all of that stuff, yeah. right? So the only discernible difference that I can see is that in the gymnastics floor routine, every now and then they'll stop, run across the stage and do a flip. Yeah. <laughs> like, other than that, it's just a dance dance routine, right? Yeah. So I, I've been watching the gymnastics, and I do I do disagree with this, Stuart, because I know that your yearly task this year is to do one backflip. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Um, uh, and I, what I, I think what you're trying to get at here is that there is a bunch of just, like, su- superfluous hand-waving around. <laughs> just be like, look, me, look at me. I'm yeah. going to do the flip. It's me. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Flip. Yeah, exactly. Flip. Flip. Yeah. Oh, a double triple. Oh, and now she's doing a shimmy. <laughs> they're not really the same in terms of difficulty, are they? <laughs> no, they're not on the same level at all. And I mean, this is like, uh, you know, jokes aside, my other gripe with this is um, is that the men don't have to do it to music. Like there's a real difference between the women and the men in the floor routines. Like the, oh. fl- the men the men are supposed to be demonstrating their upper body strength and, uh, and they don't need music to do that. Whereas the females are supposed to be showing their feminine side and the elegance of the movement of the female body and like it just seems that we could find a way to bring those two closer together sounds sounds pretty dumb to me so the so the choices that you're saying here are that there is either we make the men use music yep which i'm i'm for that's what i'm I'm for for that metallica or something yeah exactly I, i do think that it would be really awkward if we just watched all the women do it with like all the hand waving without the music. Oh yeah, yeah, no, don't take the music away from from the women, but let the men do some, you know, let the men shake their tail feathers. Come on. <laughs> all right. I'm in. <laughs> Moving along. Number 4. Number 4 is the modern pentathlon, otherwise mm. known as the king of sports. This slog of an event is a combination of fencing, freestyle swimming, equestrian horse jumping, and a final combined event of cross-country running and pistol shooting. What? Are they still it's, doing this? They're still doing this. It's basically a small Olympics for rich people within in the Olympics. Exactly. <laughs> this game was invented by, you guessed it, our favourite French uh, PE teacher, Baron Pierre de Coubertin. Okay, in the Coubertin. ancient games, right, the ancient Olympics, the pentathlon took, took place to test the abilities of soldiers, and it comprised of a foot race, wrestling, long jump, javelin and discus. The modern pentathlon is attempting to simulate the experience of a French cavalryman behind enemy lines. Now, I propose a new pentathlon should be established to test our soldiers, one to reflect the role of modern militaries. Perhaps the five events could be the making of TikTok videos of yourself shooting a bazooka. 
Oh, yeah. um, redacting the documents of war crimes. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. Maintaining problematic Facebook groups in offshore nations. Um, uh, knocking on people's doors to make sure they're staying home and not out getting the COVID. And maybe to bring it home, uh, they could demonstrate their athletic ability to cope with PTSD on a meagre pension. <laughs> this uh, took a turn, this list of dumb things, didn't it? <laughs> Fun little list of dumb sports. Really, um, moving right along. Okay, okay. Number three. The biathlon, we're dipping into the Winter Olympics again here. Now, this is a biathlon, right? So we know we know two things are going on, and we know it's the Winter Olympics, so what's it going to be? Snowboarding and tobogganing? No. Mm-mm. No, maybe uh, speed skating and curling? <laughs> Not a chance. That's right, it's those two things you love to do at the same time, cross-country skiing and hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds pretty awesome. I think that is, what we should done. do is replace the skiing part of the biathlon with the skeleton. <laughs> skeleton <laughs> shooting, Slide yes. down a thing, shooting trap targets. I like that. Sick. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, coming in at number two, okay. steeplechase. Why? Oh, Why? Yeah, it's just one really big hurdle and it's wet after. Yep. Yeah. Now, this sport originated mm. in Ireland in the 1800s where a group of athletes would race from one town steeple to the next, jumping over fences and low stone walls that separated estates along the way. These days, the 3,000 metre steeplechase takes place on a track in a stadium. But we want it to feel like Ireland. An island is famously rainy and the ground is often sodden. And I don't know if you know this, but racing tracks don't come with low stone walls built by Irish peasants. So, <laughs> so what are we going to do here? Maybe let's let's put some junk on the track. Maybe uh, 20, 28 bits of junk. Yeah, that sounds like a good number. And mm-hmm. then uh, they can jump over that. And then and maybe like also a water jump. Actually, no, a few water jumps. Actually, you know what? Those water jumps are really cool. Let's put seven in there. Let's put seven water jumps in <laughs> seven there. Seven water jumps. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Perfect. Oh, man. Fuck, am I looking? Looking at Ireland right now? <laughs> yeah, wasn't wasn't Ireland also dominated by Kenya for the last sixty years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. You know what? I think the, those Irish guys that were doing that run probably would have preferred it if it wasn't wet. They, if they had the choice, yeah, I'm sure they would have preferred a nice dry track. <laughs> is, yeah, of course they would have. Oh, there's a little there's a little patch that is forever Ireland, and it's that little wet bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's the oh, it must be so annoying. Uh, which brings us to number one. Artistic swimming, otherwise known as synchronized swimming. Look, we would have gotten letters if we didn't include this one. Exactly. Now this, to me, to my eyes and my brain, is water-based whack-a-mole without the whacking. (laughs) Water-based a-mole. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Where have they gone? Where are they going to pop up? And what's the high score to beat? So just like conceptual theatre... Artistic swimming is all about expressive storytelling, which leaves the audience thinking, what the fuck was that about? (laughs) 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 This Olympic sport is open to all drama teachers with a healthy lung capacity. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Now, that is the list of of my dumbest, dumbest uh, Olympic sports, but I do have a few dishonorable mentions. Good. Okay. Right, now cool. I couldn't include high jump because high jump makes sense. But what I what I do want to touch on is the Fosbury flop. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no I... one jumps like this, and when would you ever jump like this? Like, okay. Which one's that? Oh, so it's the way that they do the high jump now. Like that's the the standard. Right. You the back. Run okay. up and you kind of like do like a random twist, and then you just kind of like arch up and like 
do the reverse limbo over the top. Right. Yeah. So your back go, you arch your back over at first, and then you tuck your legs up to come over. Now the only time you're ever going to use this in real life is if you're matrixing over some like speeding <laughs> car, right? Yeah. But for pole vault, right? I can understand that. Sometimes you might need to, as a single soldier, get up onto the ramparts and the parapets of a mm-hmm. castle that you're sieging. You know that makes sense, right? <laughs> Long jump. That makes sense. You got to sometimes you got to jump over stuff like a puddle in Ireland. <laughs> or a bunch of sand. Right. But the but the Fosbury flop it doesn't exist anywhere else other than in high jump and it's just dumb i feel like uh, we should start doing that in video games you know like instead of a double jump you just do the frosty flop <laughs> that would be great actually yeah, fall on your Let's ass. A go. <laughs> um uh dishonorable mention number two hurdles just go yeah. random just yeah. go random yeah okay um so, okay th- this is where things get interesting because my, my research took me through t- down a couple of rabbit warrants Solo synchronized swim- swimming, which was included in the 1984, you 1988, what? and 1992 Olympics. Yeah, you what? I know. What the fuck? What? What? Who are you synchronizing with? The water. You are. What are you synchronized with? <laughs> That's not synchronized. You know. Uh, here, here is another dishonorable mention. The uh, in the 1912 Olympics, there were uh, events. For architecture, literature, music, yeah. painting, and sculpture. Town planning, yeah. I believe, is one as well, actually. Wow, that's incredible. Mm. Now, the gold medal for literature went to, you guessed it, our aristocratic <laughs> PE teacher, Baron Pierre de Becoubertin, for his poem, Ode to Sport. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filled with Olympic pride, guys. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's like you have to give... Uh, the kid who brought the bat and ball, you can't get him out the first time. No, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's right. It's, it's <laughs> that's, his that's bat and ball. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have to give him something. <laughs> he didn't win the he didn't win the rich guy five sports. <laughs> no. no, no, he didn't. Although he did enter his poem under a pseudonym, so I guess he got it on his own merit. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Just let me hate this guy for bringing me one of my favorite sporting events ever. All right, you can you can have that, Dev. Um, the final dishonorable mention is the entirety. Of the 1900 Paris Games, this one is something else, <laughs> yeah. which had events such as this, and this this is not an exhaustive list. Yeah. Live pigeon shooting, rope climbing, tug of war, hot air ballooning, firefighting, life saving, horse long jump, horse high jump, a swimming <laughs> obstacle course, yeah. and of course, everyone's favorite Olympic event, poodle clipping. It's my favorite. Yeah. You are kidding me. I am not. It was a test event, but they still did it. I think they needed more spectators or something that year. They were like trying some stuff out and no. I yeah. would show up to see a horse do the Fosbury flop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, that is uh, my recommend done for this week. Uh, my rating system is out of a possible 30 stars, uh, 10 for experience, 10 for spiritual growth and 10 stars for stars. This week, experience gets eight stars out of stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight stars out of stars for experience. Man, I'm, I'm even confusing my own system here. For spiritual growth, four out of ten stars. Yeah, okay. And stars for stars, seven. The Olympics is awesome, but it's not the awesomest, so seven. I dig it. Uh, which is a okay. total score of 19 out of 30. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'll take it. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. That's bad. Yeah, good show. Good show. Oh, I was just sport. Jolly, good. Or, I just, jolly good shit. Last week, Chris, I recommended to you to play a very uh, formative video game uh, to Stuart and I, mm. The Curse of Monkey Island. Oh, yeah. So you, you, you played this as well, Dave? I did, yeah. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious how many of our listeners have played it. Um, yeah, I don't think it's... 
Well, very popular. I mean, it's, no. it's, it's sold a lot. I think for what it is, it was quite popular, but I don't know. It, yeah. It's quite hard to tell. So, nah, uh, it's the- not that popular. I talk about it all the time, and basically, no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> nice accessible content for the podcast that I've given us. Um, okay. So if you if you like me and have never heard of this friggin' thing, uh, let's go. The Curse of the Monkey Island is a click and play adventure game available on CD-ROM in 1997. It is mm. the third in the series following The Secret, The Secret of Monkey Island and yep. the and Monkey Island 2 LeChuck's Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was followed by Monkey Island 4, Escape from Monkey Island. It was followed by Escape from Monkey Island, yes. <laughs> and Tales of Monkey Island. Yep. Uh, not long after. It's uh, all yeah. very pirate-themed, lovely animation style, a mm-hmm. lot of meta-comedy, and mm-hmm. altogether fairly... It's quite wholesome, I would say. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, this is the ultimate click-and-play game. If you do not know what that means, essentially, you appear in a room... And you click on a point in that room and your character will walk over to that point. Uh, If there's, for example, some rope hanging from the ceiling, you can click on that rope and you have the option to examine it, look at it. Mm. You can pick it up. You can talk to it. You can eat it. Uh, They're basically your your very basic options. Yes. Yep. You can do this with quite literally everything. Um, People, objects, the environment, water, everything you can basically have this basic interaction with. And, you know, probably... 60-70% of the objects you can't really do anything with He'll if you try and examine it he'll just give you a brief explanation of what it is which you probably already understood sometimes he just says nah I don't want to pick that up nah I don't want to talk to that blah 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 yeah, yeah. but you know it, it, it's for, for what it is you can interact with most everything and that's fairly satisfying mm-hmm. uh, much of the game is picking up random objects combining them and offering them to other characters in exchange for something that will further you in the story mm. yes uh this game and games like it really rely on the player's curiosity and willingness to experiment play. and just yeah. try as, and, and play. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also here we go. Incredibly easy to get stuck. Ah, uh, yes, mm, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, this game is made for children in the nineties. Oh, yeah. Plenty Uh, of time on their hands. And you know what children in the 90s had? (laughs) Not much, but they did have time to kill. Yeah. 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 Some of the mental jumps that this game expects you to make are literally insane. Yeah. They are genuinely unreasonable. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't know how far you got, Chris. I I did complete the game. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, in that case, it won't be a spoiler. It's like... When they're like, you know, to solve one of the puzzles, one of the pirates is like, you got to find some treasure on this island. you got to prove that you can find some treasure. That's but right. that, that treasure is some guy's gold tooth and you need to make him chew gum with helium to actually, like, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's it. He needs to eat a jawbreaker first, which like yes, loosens the tooth. To loosen but the then he uses yeah. gum with the helium because you have to mix yep. those together. So the, the it, like, it performs a bubble that sort of floats around and then it'll drop. But then you need to distract him to pick up the tooth. And it's just things that you wouldn't normally think would... <laughs> work you know yeah yes um sometimes you are forced to get caught or literally kill yourself uh because it might put you in a situation to progress one of the many moving parts of the story there's a few times where you have to like ask the bartender for a drink and then you spike it yourself with some medication you got 
from the bartender mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you drink it and then you die, but you don't really die, but they put you in a tomb and then in that tomb you meet a ghost and you talk to the ghost to try and get their gold, but you can't get their gold straight away. So you have to like get a skeleton and throw the skeleton from a room into the tomb to get... Yeah. It's just weird. It's a lot. It's a it lot. It is a lot. It's, I think it's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes total sense. Every jump is as logical as the next. Well, yeah, I mean, doesn't everyone think like that? <laughs> there's also some things that, even if you were a child in the 90s with heaps of time, there's no way you would know some of these things that you're expected to build yeah. and do. Yeah. You have to yeah. build a compass for a guy, and you have oh. to, like, get yep. some water in a jar. You need to get a cork. You need to put a pin in the cork, and yep. then you need to magnetise the pin so yep. it... With like, the big whoop, with the big yeah. whoop uh, magnet that you find on like the fridge, a fridge magnet. Like it's just yeah. so, and you also have to like make hangover cu- cures like twice. You have to make a yes. hangover cure, like a hair no, of the man. dog and some pepper and some egg and stuff. It's just like why would a kid know that? And it says it says hair of the dog the bitcher, which is like kind of meaning uh, al- the alcohol you drank last night. But actually, a dog bites you at some point in the game, and you take the hair from that dog. You have to get yeah. the dog to bite you first. And- yeah, yeah. Anyway, I love it. It's so good. It's so good. I had to use a walkthrough for almost the entire game. I like at at first I told I, you to call me, Chris. I would have. We would have been on the phone for hours, hours yeah. and hours. It took me like yeah. sixteen hours to play through this whole thing, and almost all that time I was using a a, a walkthrough, and I felt like I was yeah, cheating right. at the start. But no, I needed to like read this thing like a manual to figure out how to complete this game. I cannot imagine. Yeah. Any kid actually completing this thing. It is so well, ridiculously hard. Here's the it's thing. It's meant to take you a year. Like, <laughs> it's it's meant to take you as long as it takes to for them to make the next one, you know? Yeah, like, you're supposed to be talking to, like, other kids in the playground about it and, like, they'll figure something out and you'll figure it out, you know? Right. Sorry, Chris, let me just take take a second. You said that it took you 16 hours yes. to take it, right? Do you know what the uh, estimated runtime was? When I looked it up, what the runtime of the game was. Did it, do you know when I looked it up because I also looked it up and it said eight hours and I was eight like alright yeah. I'll breeze yeah. through this fucking thing yep nope. no 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 sir no it's hard that is it a is hard. lie that is a Although, I, I, on my last on my last playthrough I did do it in under eight hours but that's just because I you I know, know it everything. all yeah you you close your eyes and the the Curse of Monkey Island like plot devices and stuff are just flying in front of your vision uh-huh. as you're falling asleep. That's that's what it's like being inside Stu's brain. <laughs> oh, me, an adult man playing this game for, you know, what, 10-year-olds also had to what read the manual the entire way through. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. So, Dave, you did mention that like Stu got his entire personality from this game. You said that last week. <laughs> Which, oh, by the way, is like the greatest compliment everyone's anyone's ever given me. You weren't wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. it kept, like, so many jokes and lines and voices and characters. Yeah. I could just totally imagine coming from yeah, Stu. It's, it's a condensed Stu vibe. I think, <laughs> seriously, it's just so, like, deeply ingrained in you, Stu. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is. Like, I don't know where one starts and the other ends, to be honest. It's quite. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the thing is, Chris, you took 16 hours to play it. I didn't say you had to finish it. I wanted to finish it. I wanted to come back with you, you guys. You wanted to finish it. Exactly. You wanted to finish it. I'm glad you did, man. I Like, I did almost give up. I wanted to finish it more for you two than, than anything about the game itself. Mm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I, I, I want to say, I do respect how well made it is. It is really, really, really well made. Like, it's a LucasArts game, if that means anything yep. to anyone, like a sort of Star oh, wow. Wars guy. 
Uh, it really utilizes imagination and problem solving, but I was just getting more and more annoyed and frustrated as I was playing through this thing, mostly (laughs) because of how long it takes this fucking guy to walk across the entire screen (laughs) every single time. You click one thing wrong, there's three minutes of your your day gone. Gone. Just watching this guy walk. There's no fast travel in it anywhere. (laughs) It's it's fine. It's fine on your, like, when you first enter an area and you're like, oh, this is interesting. And you're like, what's this? You know, like, like, especially, right, when you're going up to the volcano in the cannibal tribe. Yep. The cannibals who have turned vegetarian. And like walking from the main square up to the top of that mountain, because you have to go back and forth from there a lot. It takes hours. It takes it's forever. so long. long. That's why long the game time. takes a year because you bloody yeah. waiting for you guys to walk around. Everyone <laughs> watching him walk across the screen. Yeah. My biggest takeaway is just how different games are now. Like these, yep. this was games twenty years ago. Go play yep. uh, Pokemon Blue or Red. They are like this. They just expect you to talk to every single person and fight every single person because yep. one, this weird guy over here has a whistle that you're going to need to do Snorlax and blah, 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 blah. Like it's, it, they really expect you to devote your time 20 years ago. Whereas today, yeah. if you're walking along in a game and you don't even know exactly what you're doing in, an, in one exact moment, the game's a failure. Uh, I really, I find that quite fascinating, to be honest. Yeah. The attention, mm. the attention span, yeah. Yeah, the patience that was afforded. The patience, that's right, that's right. Uh, gentlemen, my rating system is out of two. Uh, and while I do really respect the, the way this game was made, I can look at this game and say it is a really finely crafted game. Like, <laughs> it took so long to walk, but <laughs> freaking anywhere. <laughs> Just so step, 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 step. Hurry up. What are we doing here? The game moves fast. Like it doesn't have to do this. But it's it the third looks- one. It's the third what, game you, in the series. You're talking about the computing power of a CD-ROM. Like I, that was the fastest it could be at the time. It was doing other yeah. things. Anyway, look, I'm giving it a one. I'm giving it a one out of two. It is the third game, Chris, but it was taken over by a different artistic team. It's a totally different team. Oh, well. Just so you know. So a slower team. Maybe they should w- watch some of that race walking you were talking about, Stu. Maybe. I don't know yeah. if they are a slower team. You you probably shouldn't play the first two. They're they're even slower. Oh my god! <laughs> and there's no voice acting either. So like, well, in the original, oh. there's no voice acting. So it's just all text. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm giving it a one out of two. That's my rating this week, boys. Thank Very you for nice. uh, showing me some insight to your childhood. One out of two. Is that what you think about my personality, Chris? A one out of two. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Stu, <laughs> you, you don't want me to rate your personality, mate. Let's not. Let's not. Oh. Let's not uh, brutal. Let's not. No, I really don't. You're two out of two, champ. You're a fucking two out of two. Oh, Any thanks, day of the week. Mate. Any day of the week. Oh, mate. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> Fuck, I want to do a special episode where we just talk about Monkey Island. I bet you and would. You, and you guys aren't there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, hell. Oh, it's great. Last week, Davey, I recommended that you introduce our listeners to a a favourite pastime of ours, mm-hmm. playing Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, that's right. Um, boys, we're, we're going to play uh, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, have you got your characters rolled up? Yes. yes. Got it right okay. here, mate. Um, we're going to jump straight in because um, one of the most common you know, hallmarks of Dungeons and Dragons is that a game that takes two hours actually takes four. Stu's just so. walked off, proving your point exactly. It's <laughs> gone. This is just like every time we played, and every five minutes, Stu is off for a durry break. That's right. <laughs> oh. 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> I needed my spoons. Here we go. All right. All right. So we have to get through this quick, boys. We have to get through this quick, all right? Yep. Stu, can yes. you describe your character? Uh, yes. Uh, I am a, a stout halfling, so like mm. a hobbit from The Lord of the Rings. And I am a bard, which means that I cast spells uh, through music in a, in, a, in a magical kind of way. Yeah. And uh, my so name is... That's, uh, your, that's your class. That's Yes. Th- yeah. Bard is my class and uh, halfling, stout halfling is my race. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Tug McDoodle and I play the spoons. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so, Tug, you are from a small village of craftsmen. Um, yes, yeah. You and they—they they basically uh, they—it's from a small village that's kind of a satellite to a, a city. It's a kingdom, you know. Yeah. Um. They every year because the, you know they're the craftsmen. Um. You know they pay their taxes, but instead of the taxes that they pay, you know, instead of just paying money, they uh, send their finest work to the king every year. Wow. Yeah. One day, one day, your dad he kind of sits you down. He sits you aside. And he says, "Now, now, son, you know we're all we're all like blacksmiths, blacksmiths and stuff, and you're like." You know, like you're like a little Billy, Billy Elliot type kind of. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm a bit different. <laughs> well, uh, your mum, you know, God rest her soul, when she saw you clanging away with the hammer and tongs, she said to me, you know, he's not he's not meant for this place. He's got big dreams and you got to support him. I thought this was role play. This is Billy Elliot. And then she died just like that. She just died straight like just like that. Oh, no. Uh, it was a sad and, day. Yes, yes. And then the doctor came around and you know what he said? She's dead. And so she's dead. She's, she's gone. She's dead, yes. And so that's when we knew it was really serious. Now, She'd been lying there motionless for three days, but that's, I know. that's when we knew. <laughs> I, I thought that something was wrong, but, yeah. uh, you know. Well, I've been working on these for you. Um, I want you to go follow your dreams. And he, uh, he, he gets you to put your hand out and he sticks in your hand. Uh, and there's some handmade spoons. Oh, Just I see. Oh, thank you, Pa. You're welcome. You're welcome, boy. Uh, there are they're different sizes. Um, yep. One is a bigger one, one's a bit of a smaller one, just so that you can uh, kind of get that real, like, uh, the timbre out of it that you really want. Um, yep. The bigger one is called the woofer, and the little one is called the tweeter. Woofer and tweeter? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Pa. Uh, and, you, uh, and he says, listen, boy, the king's expecting, expecting you to, uh, to, uh, show, show, uh, to show off this, this, uh, our town's taxes this year, to give, to give him our our taxes, you know, the thing that we made. And he hands you this, uh, like a cuckoo clock that he's made. That, oh, okay. You know, and he goes, I want you to take this to the king, please. Could you? Yes, of course. I, well, it's been my dream to play spoons for the king. Do you think I could play some spoons for the king as well? Yes, boy, I think you could. While you're there, maybe. And that's why that's why I'm doing this. It all comes, it's, you ever heard of the phrase deus ex machina? <laughs> yes, I have. We're talking about this right now. I'm making you go there so you can do that. Fantastic. I'm already on my way. I know. You're sitting on top of this horse. Yeah. <laughs> click, 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 Get out of here, boy. I love you. See you later, pa. Wow. I'm off down the road and I'm traveling in the Chris, can you please describe your character? My name is Franklin. I am a defensive type fighter and um, I'm a turtle. Not that that's important, but I am. You are. Like, it's not like, don't stress that, but I am. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't worry, that's not going to be a uh, part of the storyline. Good. Like, you're from like a little farming village. Now, you're you're a large anthropomorphic turtle. Let me ask you. I'm not that that's, that's important. But yeah. are you a are you a pizza type or are you a lettuce type turtle? <laughs> uh, uh, lettuce, lettuce. Okay. Picture picture Franklin from the books. You know the green turtle. Yeah. Your father. You know, it's been tough. Today's actually your two hundredth birthday. Wow. Uh, it's it's been uh, tough. You've been. Um, 
you know, you've had a little bit of a birthday party, but and mm-hmm. for the last 30 years, uh, unfortunately, your father's been missing. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he went missing when you were only 170, just a kid, just a child, mm. really. Um, when you asked your mother, you know, and when you asked other people around, they just said, you know, he's dead. Uh, and they, they wouldn't tell you anything else, no more, no matter what you, how hard you tried. You know? mm. uh, they wouldn't uh, kind of give you any of the information that you were asking for. Um, what's the name of this village? Um, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. But it's not a turtle thing. It's like they like art. It's really <laughs> it's, not a turtle just thing. Like, I get it. I know. Yeah, I get it. Are you sure it's not called Monkey Island because every single one of you moves so slowly across the screen? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, your your mum is going to take you aside now. Mm-hmm. She says, Franklin, you're a big, strong tote now. Yes, mum. And I've, I've, I've seen you. Oh, wait. What's your weapon? Uh, just a sword. Yeah. I've seen you've been training with the sword and, and I have to tell you. I know you've been asking, but you're 200 now. You're a man. Yeah, and I yes, think ma'am. you have the right to know. Okay. When your father left, he went to see the king. What? Every year we send someone to the king to explain why we couldn't farm enough lettuce to pay taxes this year. It's only enough to feed us. Yeah. Us turtles. I, I know, mum. Well, the sheriff says that it's because the king finds new work for them to pay it off. What? All we know is they never come back. Oh, my God. Take, take this. Oh. It's your father's sword. Oh, my God. He used it to cut up the lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in lettuce. Yes, I can tell. And he goes, get on. Go go and try and find your father. All right. I'll miss you. I'll miss you so much. I'm, I'm already on my way. Get out of here. Ah, I love you, son. <laughs> People just love spanking horses in this world. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're, riding, you're riding down the road. Okay. Uh, and you're having, you're, you're kind of, your, your paths converge. Uh, and ah. you, you realize that you, both of you, uh, as, you, as you're riding along, you uh, realize that you have a companion on the road with you now. Mm. Hello. What do you think of Miss Poons? Uh, I think they're just great. Me too. <laughs> what do you think of my turtle shell? It seems like it's a- really not a thing. All right, can you just stop making a big deal of it? I am sorry. I wasn't even looking at it. Really, I'm just, I just happen to be a turtle. Okay. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Uh, as you're you're treading down the road together, you, you form a fast friendship. Huh. You know, with you have so much in common. Um, you don't like talking about Franklin's shell. Nope. Uh, that <laughs> seems to be the major spine of your friendship. That's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you you happen upon you know you're heading towards this this uh, city, and uh, you you get to just outside the walls, and there's a little tavern. Oh. Uh, it's a it's you've been riding all day, you're feeling tired, and you're you're at the tavern right outside the city, known as the Krusty Demon. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, well, I guess talk to the the um, innkeeper. Hello. Yeah, sure. If there's someone behind the bar. So you walk in. Um, why don't you give me a perception check? Okay. So this is uh, basically you have as a character you have a number of skills uh, and you those skills are based on your stats, right? So the stats are built, uh, put together. It's like a certain number that gives you a certain you put a plus or minus to whatever checks I, the DM, am going to ask you to roll. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking him to roll a perception check. Now, a perception check takes place on a 20-sided dice, mm-hmm. lowest number being one, the highest being 20. And I just got a critical fail on my perception <laughs> This check. is a number one? You're this not seeing one. shit. You're like, oh, what a lovely what a lovely tavern. And you walk into the field across the road from the tavern. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, Franklin, what would you like to do? Um, I'll, I'll enter as well. Okay. So you're just going to leave him out in the field or...? Or are you going to go into the field? I imagine I'd notice that I'm walking in the wrong direction. And yeah, I think you'd figure Whoop. it out eventually, hopefully. Yeah. Whoopsie daisies, too focused on my spoons. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are beautiful. Really nice. And, uh, uh, come on. You know, they, glint, they glimmer in the moonlight. Uh, it's nighttime, I guess, now. I've said that it's nighttime because it's moonlight. 
You walk in. In there, there's people from all the surrounding villages. There's orcs, there's humans, arm wrestling. Uh, there's a halfling playing darts with a dwarf. They keep having Ooh. to get the bartender to take the darts out for them. <laughs> and you walk up to the bar and uh, the, the bartender like skirts around and sits behind the bar and um, she's got a little uh, a little placard, a little piece of wood stuck to her apron and, uh, and carved into it, it says Shazza. Okay. She says, uh, G'day guys, how are we? I'm good. Hello Shazza. Good. Yeah, good, doing well. Good. Uh, just here, just here for some ale and food, is it? Yeah, just an ale, please. Aye, we're we're here for ale and food, but we're in the town to see the king. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, it's it's tax day, so that's why everyone's here. Oh, yeah, right. I just um. Oh, I mean, no, it's very impressive. Yes, thank you. Look at my mm-hmm. spoons. Wait, you're not? Are you the boy from Michelangelo? Yes. How could you tell? Uh, I just had a feeling. Okay. <laughs> uh, look, uh, anything you like, it's for free. I'm not going to charge you. What? I lean over to her and I say, "Don't mention his shell." Okay, I won't. I won't mention but, the shell. But can I ask why? Uh, we 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 just see. We don't see you guys very often. Um, so I, I I tend to know. I tend to know when one's in town, and uh, you now are in town, and I knew about it. So that's a complete explanation of my intentions in this situation. Have you met my father? Uh, what was was he? Uh... A turtle. <laughs> Does he look like you? Yeah, my eyes are up here. I think I, I think I know him. Was he? He was he in here? Um, oh, it must have been oh, thirty years ago. That's right. Yes, yes. I only saw him that once, but he, he made a uh, made a real mark. You know, he beat he beat that dwarf at darts, and no one beats that dwarf at darts. My father was always good at darts. He was. He was. I knew him for a long time. I'm a lo- ago. I knew him a long time ago. I didn't know him for very long at all. Anyway, how's your beers or food? What is it? I'll give you some lettuce. Lettuce, is it? Thanks, yeah. How do you take it? Uh, in, a, in a head, please. Yep, no problem. Yeah. And uh, an, an ale, will it? We've got a pale ale. A stein of stout. We've got a pale ale. Yeah, so ale, they all be I fine. guess. I guess that'll do then. Okay. She gets like a, a little stout glass and she, uh, she dumps it into like a little pail that's full of beer and it puts it into you. There you go. There you go. And uh, we'll we'll get that food out there. You can um, have have a run of the place if you like. Uh, you can even go out the back and uh, take your horses off some of the ramps if you want. Off the ramps? Yep. Off the ramps? Like horse jumps? Yep. Yep. Big big. Oh, old ramps. cool. Okay. Flip. Sweet. Yep. You can even take them in the globe of death if you game. The globe of death? Yes. <laughs> well, it's all old people riding horses all up and down and all crazy around each other. I kind of need my horse. I don't know. The globe of death sounds pretty intimidating. Is that okay. like Rocket League but with horses? Kind of like that, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'm gonna do some horse flips for sure. Um, go, you go out to the back with you into the beer garden, and you see these massive dirt mounds. Like, uh, you ever been to a monster truck show? Sure. Yeah. Crusty Demon, I guess. Yeah. Crusty Demons, yeah. Like one of those. There's <laughs> like big ramps and uh, of compacted dirt, uh, and and uh, you see people just kind of like trying to ramp their horses off, off, uh, off these ramps. So uh, why don't you give us a go? You 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 uh, bring your horse through the bar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and why don't you give me a uh, animal handling check? Animal handling? Yeah, for sure. I got a three out of 20. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. For animal handling. Mm, oh, man, I've got a minus one modifier to animal handling. And that is another crit fail. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you Okay. Uh, a long game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Franklin, you, you ride your horse up to the thing and you're like, Shah! and you, you kick and you go and you're like, you're going as fast as you can. Um, the The... On your way, everyone's like just spanking the horse on the bum so yeah. that it just like goes even faster. I love and you it. Go up here. There and you try to do a flip, and it just goes ah, and then you separate from the horse accidentally, uh, and the horse just goes <laughs> and like crashes down the other side of the ramp It'll into do a big bloody pile. Oh, uh, and you you do too, and you take 
two points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, no. Stu, you say, uh, sorry, Tug, I should say. Tug, Tug you, yeah. you're like, I can do this. I can. That's not how you. That's not how you ramp a horse, mate. <laughs> As you approach uh, the the lip of the of the ramp, you uh, accidentally it just catches a hoof uh, and it just bucks you right into the gap between the two ramps. Uh, oh and no! You land on on two people playing backgammon. Oh! oh. Uh, the Ooh. horse then lands adroitly on top of you. Oh fuck! Uh, and you take five points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, I'm close to dead. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, your lettuce comes out. You have a good time. Num, num, you uh, take a couple of, you know, you get, you kind of manage to fisk a, a, feel, a healing potion or two oh, um, to give yourself back up to healing potion, oh, okay. and you, and you stay the night in the in the tavern. Lovely. Whew, that was a close one. You send word off to uh, to uh, the guards. There's only two guards. There's just standing at the at the um, mouth of the portcullis of this of these castle walls, uh, and you say, uh, "Listen, I'm going to talk to the king tomorrow. Can you just let him know I'm there?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, "Yeah, for sure." Thanks. Uh, and you, you spend the night, you have a good time. Lovely. Nice. Um, just as you're, you know, you, you, you're in a room together, you found some uh, fast, a fast new friend. What do you talk about as you fall asleep? I talk about the memories of my father. The memories of your father? Yeah, my well, beautiful memories of my, my late father, yeah. Mm. What do you talk about, Stu? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just listening and, and nodding along and, and writing things down, com- composing a spoon ballad uh, for your father. Oh, very nice. Okay. In honor of your father. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about your spoons yeah. a bit more because it's just very spoon heavy. Spoon heavy stuff. Yeah, they're heavy spoons. He's getting a little annoyed. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of horse riding. Just hearing about spoons, 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 spoons all the time. You know? Well, don't worry. There's not going to be any more horse riding. Oh, because those horses are dead. It's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah they are. Oh uh, no. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, um, bruised but still on full health, oh. and you you go into the the gates and yeah. as you walk into the uh, the throne room, there's the king. He says, who goes there? We go here with our spoons. Spoons, you say? Mm. That's right, your kingliness. Mm, spoons, well, you're going to play me a song, are you, fancy boy? Why, of course I'd love to. It's my one dream to play the spoons. Go on, get about it then. Hmm? Get about it then. Okay. Give me a performance check. <laughs> Oh god, I've ha- only had two crit fails uh, this so far. So let's see what happens. I got a plus two modifier to uh, performance, so hopefully mm-hmm. that helps. Ah, that is an eighteen. Oh, very nice. It's you. You do that exact song, but the king, you know, he's there. He's, he's a big fat dude, uh, barely fits in his chair, little tasseled shoes on, big purple cape. And yeah, he is wrapped. Hell yeah! He's like, oh, oh, that beautiful sound, <laughs> so so decadent, so deliciously. Musical and tuned, definitely. Yes. <laughs> like a clear bell through a misty morning. Let me see those spoons. Oh. I hand over my spoons. He says, why do you come to me today? Uh, well, it's tax time. Oh, are you the, you're from um, the Artificer village that I didn't ask you about what it was called. Yes, I'm from that place that's definitely not Hobbiton. Yes, yes, well... I, I love these spoons very much, and thank you very much for bringing them to me. Um, oh, no, he, that's... Uh, as, the, the, he, uh, oh. as he's saying that, he says, no, you don't need to say any more. Well, oh I... But the- and uh, as he's doing that, um, he, he looks up and he says, next. Uh, and then, Franklin, you walk in. I step forward. I say, I am here on behalf of the town of Michelangelo. My town cannot afford their tax mm. today, and I'm here yes. to avenge the death of my father. Avenge the death of your father. That's right. Mm, how do you plan to do that? I, I don't know. I was, 
I didn't really think about it that. Mm, yeah, you really came off really cocksure on that one. Yeah, you well, really think it through, did you? No, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, well, we can only grow enough lettuce for us and my dad, but I don't have him anymore. Where is he? I think you can pay your taxes this year. If you pay, if you promise to pay your taxes, I'll tell you where your father is. How many spoons do you have? I've got these two right here. Yes, yeah, one of one from each of us. Oh, but hey, no, it's that. I need them both. I actually, I have a cool, cool clock. I think you've got to pay your taxes. I think you really are. You know, I remember. I remember your father. He came in here oh, 30 years ago. Yes. He looks a bit like you. Yes. Whatever that means. In the face. What? In in the face. What are you trying to say? You have a similar face. Just say it, man. You're a turtle man. How dare you? You're a turtle man. <laughs> How dare you? And he came in here with his hat in his hands. I'm the king. And he said, "Sire, we can't afford to pay tax this year. We're just simple lettuce farmers." And I said, "Oh, I believe you can pay your taxes." And he said, "No, sire." No, no, for real, I can't. And I said, oh, but you can, probably. <laughs> probably? And he, and he starts putting on this little purple velvet bib. Oh. He says, and he said to Sire, we could only grow enough to eat. We can't pay tax. And I said, oh, but I think you can. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and then I had him killed and made into turtle soup. What? <gasps> and he was delicious. And now I have an insatiable hunger for turtle soup. And that kind of ties the whole plot together in a weird way, doesn't it? How dare you? I pull out my sword. Uh, guards! Uh, and the guards show up behind you. Uh, and roll for initiative. Man. So, initiative, what's initiative? Initiative is how you determine who acts first in a combat situation. Right. I rolled 14. What's my bonus? Plus three. Okay, I rolled okay. 22. Woo. <laughs> well, these guards rolled absolute dog shit. I bet. Tug, you are first. Um, I am going to... Now, the king. the king's, like, looking right at us, right? Yes. So if I wanted to snatch the spoons back out of his hand... Sleight of hand check, baby. It would be sleight of hand, even though he's looking right at me? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, that is an 18. Uh, he has feeble little fat man hands, and he just he doesn't even manage to hold on to them. His hands are wow. slippery with butter. Ha-ha! Um, that he's gotten from the butter town. Naturally. Uh, Tax time, man. And so you just grab the spoons off him. Yeah, sweet. Like, no, my spoon! How'd you make them so slippery so quickly? <laughs> those, are my, those are my taxes. Uh, what else are you going to do? Um, well, I've got my spoons back and then I guess, uh, I mean, we're in combat, so I'm not sure how legit this will be, but you know, as a level one, which we are, I don't have a huge amount of options, yep. but mm, well, you better think of something quick. Cause I'm going to turn your friend into soup. No. Oh, I cast vicious mockery on, on the King. Oh dear. So you're, you're casting a spell yep. where you have to basically make fun of me and it's going to hurt my feelings so much that I may die. Maybe. It depends on his HP, but it's um, 1d4 psychic damage and he has to roll a wisdom saving throw to beat my spell modifier. Fail the wisdom saving throw. I'll guarantee you that. Okay, great. One. That's, he takes one, one damage. damage. Okay, great. No. He, he looks bad. What do you say to him, though? You're a big, fat, lazy king and you can't play the spoons for shit. Oh, no. My buddy hurts from wow. the words you said. <laughs> Franklin, go. Uh, I lean forward and use my sword to stab him in the heart. My father's sword, that is. Uh, okay. Classic. Roll to hit. Is 19 to hit. 19 to hit. Uh, it definitely hits, 100%. Good, uh, good. Go on. He's just wearing, all he's wearing is a big purple robe and a little purple bib, which is kind of like a yeah. purple cape, but on the front. I stab right through that bib with four damage. Uh, he dies. <laughs> you just like, pfft, like stab right in the, in, the uh, in the heart, I mean. And he goes, oh! My heart. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Yep. I'm gonna die. You bet. Mm, I'm, I, I loved eating your father, though. I loved it. Fuck you. Mm, no. <laughs> Don't say fuck you. Fuck you. No. No. Fuck you. No. Fuck you. 
What? <sighs> hey, hey, um, hey, my friend, my new, my newfound friend. Yeah, Tonk McDougal. Do you want to do you want to use that spoon with me to make some king soup? As you basically, what's happened is you guys have just like uh, come up here and he goes. Come on, guards, get him. And then you just go like, uh, no. And you say, you're, sh- you're a shit king. And then you just stab him right in the stomach. And the guards are like, yeah, we're going to. Oh. 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 Also, the guards mm. chill back now. The guards, they're like, oh, all right. Yeah, good. And then you say, we're <laughs> going to make some king soup. And we're going to get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys in? I point to the guards. You guys in? Uh, give me a persuasion check. You, you want some of this? No, they're not. Fuck it. They're like, yeah, we're in. What? Okay, I love it. Yeah. 16 persuasion if that yeah. helps. They're in. They're yeah. like, yeah, we're in. Yeah, nice. All right. Can we borrow like a pot or something? Yeah, and uh, they bring out a pot and you dump, dump his corpse in there and you stew him for three hours and then you eat him for mm-hmm. lunch. With with the spoons. And then you guys, yep. uh, you get the crown uh, and you break it in half and you tape one half to Franklin's head, one half to Tug's head and you guys are now the joint king uh, of the city. Oh my goodness! Thus, you've solved my my the king eats turtle people puzzle. (laughs) Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Fantastic. He's a lying turtle people eater. Now that hey Franklin, yes. Now that we're co kings, you know what time it is. (laughs) What What time is it? It's tax time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Man. Point to the guards and say, give me give me your family. Oh, I hate taxes, man. Give me your family. And all your spoons. Yeah. Oh, and they start pulling all the spoons that they have in their pockets out. They've got like 20 to 30 spoons each. They're like, yeah. oh, no. This is a spork. <laughs> Please don't hurt me, King. I cut off his head. <laughs> cut off his head. Yeah. Yes. I, then I ate his family. So now the uh, the military force of this castle has now halved. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yep. And that's it. Lovely. Fantastic. Uh, my rating system is out of 100. Uh, and I use every number between 1 and 100 one time. This time I love D&D, but was the thing that I just wrote as good as Matt Berry's ADBC? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am going to give it 87. Oh, wow. 87. 87. That's pretty good. The top spots that's are filling up good. quick. Yeah. I was I was almost sure you were going to roll a D100 for the number. Oh, that's way better. Too late now. God, I'm tired. I'm tired from all this D&D, all this theatre of the mind. I want some theatre of the my eyes. Yep. What'd you have in mind? Well, you know what? I think uh, Kevin McAllister's about to roll a nat 20, baby. Hey, let's go. Let's Time for Home Alone. Home Alone, baby. Lead us all back, Chris. Lead us all back, Chris. Ah! All right, last week we saw... The aftermath of Kevin McAllister's coup against Bulgul, Bunge, Bulge. And uh, we also saw his uncle stare him straight in the face and call him a little jerk. And then three seconds of debilitating, shaming silence. Yeah, I'll get you. Let's see how he gets out of this one on this week's episode of 10 Seconds of Home Alone <laughs> for no real good reason. Well, that was how it was originally released, actually. Yeah, it's still being released, I think. 10 seconds at a time. Yeah. 10 seconds a week. That's how they used to do it back in the day. Is Yeah, it was originally written by Charles Dickens and it came out in 10-minute sections in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible audio quality. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Okay. Here we go. Silence. 
Silence. Still going. Redhead silence. Oh my who is that? <laughs> yeah, full ten seconds. Of ten. Silence. That was crazy. Ten seconds of wow, silence. Wow, that was incredible. Silence and judgment. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is it for another week of reviews. Mm-hmm. It's time for next week's recommendations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Who would like to start? Chris, uh, over lockdown, this this particular uh, instalment of of Australia's lockdowns, I something that I've been getting really interested in and and doing often is trying to perfect. Mushroom sauce. Mm. <sighs> now, Chris, yeah. I know you hate mushrooms. I do. I hate them. They're the best, and this and mushroom sauce is so 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 good. So, Chris, this week I'm going to send you a recipe, and I want you to actually read it this time. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yes. And I want you to try and make the perfect mushroom sauce. Oh, all right. Oh man. Is that all right? No. I can change it. No, 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 no. Because I know you really do hate them. I, I do I'd, not I'd like, like to try and. I'd like to try and have a success story with you and mushrooms, okay. but who right. knows? You got a, it's exposure therapy, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, Dave, I'm recommending for you next week. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna hate this one. Okay, great. <laughs> um, um, if you were to compare this to any recommend we've done in the past, it's probably most similar to you making me do stand up. <sighs> okay, Dave, I recommend that you make a meme. Do some, do oh, some, some memes, make you know. Some memes. I've, uh, I've talked about it before. We're going. We, I want us to go viral. Uh huh. Make, make some meme. Pool boy, pool boy. Recommend related memes. You know, oh, you can yeah, use any sure. format, any template you you you've, you find online. Uh-huh. Just make a couple of memes. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hey? Okay. I can do that. Yeah. Cool. You know, a couple of memes. Yeah. No. No. It's easy. It's fine. That's fine. I can do that. Yeah. Just you know, whatever. I don't even know what a meme is anymore. Anyway, it's like, like you know, the Drake. The Drake's like. Oh no! And then Drake's like, "Yeah, you know, like yeah, that." Yeah, no, I know. Like, like, but I feel like they've lost a lot of their format. Did you just try and explain what? It, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I, I, it's like Drake saying no is like me with mushrooms. Oh no! And then Drake saying yes is like Chris pointing to uh, something else I liked. I don't like anything on this podcast, do I? Anyway, I think <laughs> I think you've got your first meme there, Dave. There you go. It's pretty good. Done, done and good dusted. Start. We've already discussed yeah, it now. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Don't even need to do it. I would recommend you give you a recommend for next week. All right. Ah, oh, stew, 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 stew. Yes. Stew, stew, stew. Yes. Mate, you're looking a little bit shaggy. I know, mate. Lockdown. I know. <laughs> yep. You can't go and get your hair cut, can you? Six six weeks will do that to you. Oh, yeah, I know. Good. Yeah, no. It's it's a mess. It's a mess up here. It is actually pretty long. Stew, I'm actually a little bit worried. You You might have to... Go and get a new microphone, or you're probably gonna have to do something about the sound um, next week. I'm really worried about it. Okay, <laughs> because <laughs> next week when you come on the show, you're gonna have a huge, rowdy party in the back mullet. No! <laughs> oh my god! Oh. A, a cut it yourself. I can't wait. No way. Oh, <laughs> but don't worry, don't worry, Stu. You can, you can also have business in the front. Yeah, business in the front, party in uh-huh. the back. Okay, all right. Oh. Business in the front, party in the back. Lordy, lordy. And I, I live by myself, so this will all just be like reaching around the back there with the scissors, trying to. Trying <laughs> yeah, it's going to gonna be ready as Get hell. it in shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is going to be rowdy in the back. Yep. Yes, I can guarantee that. Oh, okay. yucky, yucky, yucky. All right, give myself a haircut. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
I love it. Excellent. Well, those are our recommends for next week. Make sure you tune back in and, and have a listen. Um, one thing that you can do for the podcast, if you like what we're doing over here and you want to see us succeed and go viral like Chris wants us to so badly, yeah. you can go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. It really helps a lot, helps other people find the show, bumps us up on the ratings. And uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate it if you could do that. Hmm. Uh, you can also follow us on all types of social media. If you want to catch Dave's memes, Fast, quick, and early. Oh, wow. They're going to be good. As soon as they're put up, yep. you're going to want to go to the Pool Boys page. Uh, it's uh, at Pool Boys Comedy on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and of course, Getter. What? Getter? What's, What's Getter? Getter? Isn't that Donald Trump's new <laughs> new platform? Oh. oh. I thought you were saying like <laughs> David Guetta. Like he had a social media app. We're on David Guetta's social media app. Check us David out at Pool Boys Comedy. We got it. We locked it down. We do. Gweta, Gweta, Gweta now. Uh, you can also give us a like uh, on social media if you want to, at Pool Boys Comedy. Uh, and you can also leave us a review in the iTunes podcast store. There's an echo. There's a, yeah, is there an echo sorry, in here? Yeah, echo. So goofed, that one. Oh, man. <laughs> sorry, I was just, I couldn't hear you because of this party in the back. <laughs> the party in the back, yeah, it's very loud. Uh, <laughs> thanks once again. Oh, uh, wait, we, no, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. Work. I forgot to mention. You can like us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, My good. name's Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And Davey, take it away. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, 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 oh, ba, 99 Lunch Balloons? Ba, ba. That is right. Wow. wow. Bang. Yeah. Bang. Whoa. I was looking for 99 Luftballons. 99 hot air balloons in the 1900 <laughs> Paris <laughs> Olympics. What a week. What a week. What a week. What a week. What a week it was. What a week. Truly, what a week. Um, sorry about all that really gnarly sniffling I just did into the mic there. That's okay. Straight to the bloopers. Straight mm-hmm. to the bloopers. Straight to the blooper are yours. <laughs>